Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up and get on top. holds like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, podcast people, microphone people. Hello, folks. How you going? Good. Good. Sorry, I just answered that for everybody out there. <laughs> well, we hope you're doing good. <laughs> yeah, great. we hope so. Awesome. Yeah. Even average. Yeah. We'll take average. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode here of By the By. Yes. Uh, we are uh, back to 100%. Mostly. 98.6%. <laughs> as close to 100 as we ever are. That's right. Yeah. 12%. I don't think anybody's <laughs> ever at exactly 100%. Everybody yes. has something. I'm always happy with a solid 14%. <laughs> yes, uh, we are back. So what do we have coming up? Uh, we have a pendulum party coming up, like literally just around the corner. Yeah, so exciting. I cannot wait. Yes, that is July 29th. Yes. So tickets are still up. So Run over to www.oursecretspot.com.au and get your tickets for the next Pendulum Party. Yeah, it's going to be fun. and it's, excited. It is still winter here in Sydney, so it's a good chance to dress up and put on more clothing and, and you know, see what you can do to enter the venue. And then, you know, we'll just take it all off and make some friction and cuddle piles and puppy piles and get some heat going. Nice. I'm in. Yeah. Put, put me in, coach. <laughs> Yes, we're excited for that. We, then we've got coming up in November, I guess, actually first up, we've got coming up in October, we have the Erotic Ball. Mm-hmm. That is, you know the dates, I don't. October 8th. There you go. Here in Sydney. And you can find more information about the Erotic Ball on our website. You can just go to www.bythebow.com.au and we have them under the events tab of our website, which is also where you can find out more about the pendulum party slash parties that are coming up. Also, you know what else you can find out there is information about our escape to the tropics, which is coming up here in November 9th 9th through the 14th. Well done. I thought I was going to have to jump in there. (laughs) So uh, vacation is the only thing that's on my brain now. (laughs) So yes, 9th to the 14th, uh, we are Taking over a resort in F and Q, baby, far north Queensland. If you do not live in Australia, so and there's only like two or three rooms left. There's three rooms. So left. seriously, if you're interested, get on it, book it, do it. If you're like, you know what, I was thinking about coming to Australia in November because you know it sounds like fun. <laughs> well, you better do it now because this is the only, and I'm going to say this again. This is the only 
sexy resort takeover that Angela and I are going to. And really, to be honest, it's the best. And that's not because we're going to it, but because it is. And that's why we're going. And to because it. exclusively RHP is part of it and yeah. put on good events. They do fucking good events. Yeah. So that's, uh, I think, everything that's going on. That's the big stuff coming that's up. That's the big stuff yep. coming up. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, huge shout out to our kinky, perverted, just like delightfully disgusting Discord uh, channel. <laughs> we went through an entire, like we have a, one of our pages for our Discord folks is about travel and, and doing things and going places and being like posh and shit. And so somebody asked about, I don't know, if, if basically somebody posted a picture of a piece of pizza and they had a knife and fork on it. And someone asked if people eat pizza with a knife and fork in Australia or if they use their hand. Like, like That's what pizza. started it. That's what yeah. started it. And the next thing you know, there was one of our Discord users, his partner put up, I don't know, 10 pictures of him eating pizza. Well, it started with, I think, four or five, maybe four pictures of him eating pizza with a fork and knife, yeah. clearly out at different restaurants and things. And I asked, I said, how many pictures are there of him eating pizza, period, yeah, but right. just with a fork and knife? Yeah. And she said that every time he eats pizza with a fork and knife, in a posh manner out at a restaurant, she takes a picture and she proceeded to post like 10, 12 more pictures of him eating pizza at restaurants. I just love it. I just love it. <laughs> it made me very happy. I was like, wow, that's a lot of pizza and a lot of pictures of him eating pizza with a fork and knife. So because of this, it just got me going. And like, I feel like everybody out there, if you have a picture of you or someone else <laughs> eating pizza with a fork and knife, tag us on Instagram, on Twitter. At by the by podcast hashtag posh hole. <laughs> That's right, P O S H H O L E. You're because come on, mate, you're a fucking posh hole if you eat pizza with a fork and knife. Love you all. <laughs> Love you, fork and knife eaters. And yes, some of you have really good reasons. And I'm going to say there was a couple of really good, like maybe it's really hot or it's really greasy or you have sensory issues. Like I accept all of that, mm. but. For everybody else, I don't accept it. <laughs> Just saying. I'm sorry. But if you want to join us on our Discord chat, support us at any level on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash by the podcast and uh, support us on any level. And you will be able to throw your two cents or, you know, if you're like me, a buck 50 into the <laughs> conversation. I will say it made me very happy to see all the pictures. It's so funny. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Yes, it was very good. All right. That's all we've got mm-hmm. for the front end stuff. Show me your back end. Well, is it that kind of a podcast tonight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what I want to talk about tonight is something we haven't really touched on in a while, but I think it's really important and it's something that's very fun. And that's sensation play. Ooh, mm. Sensation play. I feel like I probably should have a... Um, do you have a sexy button for something? I feel like I should have like a sensation play button. I don't think you do. Um, now try again. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that not, mm. is this sensational? <laughs> no. Okay. Are you going to go through all the buttons? No, I'll just look see. <laughs> we don't have anything else. Though. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think we did. Fine. Yeah. So first of all, let's talk about what sensation play is. Okay. How would you define it? Uh, I would define sensation play as a kink. 
Mm-hmm. I would say that it is that it involves one of the five sensations, touch, taste, smell, sight, and hearing. And it is meant to erotify. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm going to make it a word. <laughs> it erotifies one of the five senses. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Sensation play is a play in which erotifies one of the five senses. Okay. I don't feel like that's going to roll off the tongue very easily. Okay. Does yours roll but, off the tongue? Well, something does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how I would define it, and I, there's not like a you know strict proper definition of it, but the way that I would say is very similar, except that it, it engages any one or all of the senses to heighten pleasure during sex foreplay, you know, intimate interactions. All right. But that being said, engaging can also mean maybe, I don't know, in my mind, disengaging because there's also sensory deprivation, right? Ooh, that's a good point. So you have to think about it in that regard. I do not necessarily agree that it's a kink per se because you can do it in a lot of ways that are a bit more vanilla. So there's vanilla ways of of interacting with sensation play and there's more kind of BDSM ways. Honestly, though, I'm a firm believer that if you bring a feather into the bedroom. That's kinky. It's still kinky. It may be vanilla kinky, but it's still kinky. All right. Uh, It's it's French vanilla because it's a feather. (laughs) Ooh la la. French vanilla. I love it. I love it. It's just not. But maybe that's part of the thing because a lot of people, they hear kink or BDSM and they think intense, impactful. Yeah, right? fair enough. And and it isn't necessarily. It can be very gentle. It doesn't have to be super duper intense. Well, those and, people can be wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying they can't be wrong. But yeah, True. I think it is it's kinky. If if you you're you're using something in a in a sexual way, mm-hmm. in a way it wasn't intended to be used. That to me is kinky. Okay. That makes sense. I can. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see that. Like even like when someone with really long hair, like drags their hair across your chest or back or wherever, Mm -hmm. like that's kind of kinky because your hair isn't meant to be doing that. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So some of the ways that I see sensation play or some of the, the senses that I would say I see it, Engaging. Okay. And you do have your basic five. So taste, touch, smell, sight, and hearing. What if you have a sixth sense and you're like, you're psychic and like my, your kink is like me giving you psychic thoughts. Like, Uh like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Could be. Could be. (laughs) But I would also, and these, these do kind of fall into, you know, some of those categories, but I would also add things like temperature play, which is touch. Yeah. But I think temperature play is, is, takes it to a slightly different level. We have sensory deprivation. There's proprioception, so your Oof. body awareness of like where your body is in space. Oh, my God. So many people need to learn that. And balance. Oh, my God. I know. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, okay, you need to proprioceptive a little better. <laughs> like, you just ran right into me. Stop not proprioceptive. <laughs> Sorry, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, the only other one was balance. Balance, um, okay. So I think, and, and those do fall into a lot of, the, you know, the five main categories if you take them a bit broadly. But I think that they're ones that are a little bit more kind of gray areas potentially. Yeah. Um, 
Okay. Yeah. So some of the benefits of sensation play, besides being fun and feeling good or heightening the senses and being titillating, because sometimes if you're, especially with sensory deprivation, if you're, say, blindfolding someone, then you're taking that side away. You're, you're potentially heightening other sensations, but at the same time, you're, well, for me, I'm a little bit more on edge, right? Which again, mm. heightens other sensations. So it's kind of two in one there. But some of the other benefits I would say, besides just kind of making it a bit more erotic by heightening those other senses or heightening whichever sense is being used or targeted, would be that it can be very calming. And All right. yeah, because if, and we'll go through some examples of how to use sensation play and how to engage with it. Um, but I can definitely see it being very calming, especially if you're using it uh, in, in certain ways, um, perhaps a bit more on the vanilla side than, than the super intense kinky BDSM kind of way. Also, just as a side note, just to add in here, when we say vanilla, we don't mean it's bad, no, right? No, no, no. We no. just mean it's introductory. Not as intense. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. sometimes I, I know there are folks out there, uh, myself included, who sometimes say vanilla as it's, as if it's a derogatory term and right. that is not what is meant. It just meant that I, I like you're not as intense. Yes. It's a little more simplistic. It's yeah. not, yeah, just not as, when, when I say it in this context, I mean, not as intense. Yes. That's what I mean. Um, when she says it in other context, she's like, damn you vanilla <laughs> yeah. people. I'm kidding. No. Fucking muggles. <laughs> no. Joking. I'm joking. No. Um, and for many people, it can lead to subspace. If you get into, mm. if you really kind of get into that a bit more and get into the, the deep kind of play with it. It can definitely lead to subspace, which is a, a very positive thing for many people. It can be used in power exchange. It can be used with role play. Both of those happen quite a lot. The one thing I would caution people about, especially if you're doing any kind of sensation play with particularly a new partner or someone that you don't know as well, is to be sure, absolutely sure, and you should do this in any situation, but to have a conversation beforehand even at least briefly, because if there's any kind of trauma, abuse, anything like that, depending on what's happening, it could stir some things up. And so yeah. you need to be aware of that ahead of time. And if you're in that situation, be honest and be open about it with, with yeah. your partner, because you don't want something to come up in the middle of a play, a play situation and, and cause problems for both of you or you to be in a situation that you can't get out of quickly kind of thing. Um, so do you think it's really important that you discuss those types of things beforehand? Afterwards, as with any kind of a play situation, we definitely recommend having a debrief afterwards. Yeah. So it's a good time to kind of go through that as well. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing I would really, really caution you against is, is just to be aware of that, particularly if your partner is not someone that you commonly play with. Yeah, agreed. Do you want to get into types of sensation play Ooh. and examples and things you can do and you betcha yeah we can try to go from from vanilla to uber kinky potentially oh all right i like that. all right i'm gonna i'm gonna challenge you with this we'll see where see where you get to with some things because i'm notoriously not a big fan of sensation play. you're not which is <laughs> the gentleman is yeah the gentleman is and some of our other partners yeah. are you're not i i will say i like the vanilla shit <laughs> like what is it about anything beyond that you I, like? In most of it, I could fucking board, to be absolutely honest with you. Like, the idea of being blindfolded, yeah, that's great, but ultimately, I get bored. The idea of the feather tickling me over my body, I'm not a big fan of tickling, period, but on top of that, I get bored. Um, I really struggle with boredom. 
during sex. <laughs> yeah. uh, I find that my mind wonders. And I think that sensation play makes my mind wonder really quickly. So you're not focusing on yourself. No, I never it focus on myself. Like. No, you're right. I never do that. Uh, that, I, which I understand that people do that and they love it and it's great and that's good for them. I'm glad. I struggle doing that. I don't want to focus on myself. My God, I deal with this guy all the time. <laughs> I'd rather focus on somebody else, uh -huh. which is why I enjoy topping during sensation play. I like mm -hmm. doing it to people. I don't like having it done to me. Mm. That's interesting because you do get into subspace with other types of play and yet yeah. you can't with sensation play. Yeah. I, find I that, don't think I ever have in sensation play. I find that fascinating. Like, would we consider like, I, I wouldn't, but would you consider uh, like the electro play? Is that sensation play? I would, absolutely. See, I don't. I don't consider that a, a, a sensation play. I, I mean, would. I guess it is. Yeah. Is that on the on your list? I, I would consider uh, it, yeah. Okay. Uh, I like that, mm -hmm. but again, I find that if it goes on too long, I find that I'm bored. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's anything that goes on too long for you to just get bored with. Like, which is why I struggle it's, watching movies anymore. Except Fox Play. Fox Play, uh, just I, because I curl up in the corner and I fall asleep. Fair enough. So nice. <laughs> it's, exactly, it's exactly how I want to be as a fox. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, <laughs> you're not a hunting fox. You're I am a not a fox. hunting fox. I'm a, oh my God, is it time to hibernate already? <laughs> I feel like I just came out of hibernation. <laughs> well, here I go. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. So let's okay. talk about vanilla and I will mm -hmm. rate all of these on mm -hmm. a scale of one to 10. Okay. Let's start with touch. Touch is the, I think it's a very broad category and I think it's the one that. Touch a touch a touch a touch, touch me. I also think it's the one that comes to mind for most people first, if you say sensation play. Okay. I'll accept that. All right. So what are some examples of using sensation play with touch um, or deprivation? Keep in mind, I think it can go either way. Uh, deprivation. That's just mean. Uh, deprivation <laughs> would be like, are we including like tying people up and then refusing to touch them? I think bondage. Just, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's just cold shit, man. Um, but like, I think touch would be anything from light fingertips across the body to even like tongues and fuck, I hate this term, but fucking butterfly kisses mm -hmm. with your eyelashes. We flicker the eyelashes. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which let me tell you, <laughs> nobody can do that and look fun and look like a normal human. Uh, if you have fake eyelashes, like the really long ones, it probably makes it a little bit easier. But even then, it, you don't look. Oh, it doesn't look natural. You, no. you look weird. Uh, so don't do that where people can watch you. Uh, blindfold uh, them first. Blindfold them first. Uh, then I think that ramps up to like feathers and maybe forks and things like that to the uh, Wartenberg wheels and, you know, and silks and stockings and things, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. That I do. Yeah, I think pretty good. Uh, I would. Ice cream. Uh... Is, that, is, is that a temperature play? Ooh. I don't know. Food, I was going to say food on the body. I would think that's a touch thing yeah. because the food's going to feel a certain way. And then when the person's eating it off or out of you, it's going to feel a certain way. Yeah. I think that would, but it's hard because then unless, unless the person, unless the top puts the food on themselves and you have to do the eating, then that's taste. Mm. 
I'm so confused already. But I love it. <laughs> uh, some things I would add to touch is pulling of hair. Oh, holy shit balls. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like when like you're really turned on and you're like, I'm going to get you. And you're like how you pull men's chest hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, please don't that. do that. And Angel's like, nope, this is for me. By the, yeah, I absolutely love that. If you have chest hair, I I will yeah. strongly struggle not to pull it. I have a bad habit. One of our partners, Leah, uh, when we go and he takes me to theater quite often. And when we go to theater shows and we're holding hands, I have a bad habit of pulling on his arm hair. <laughs> I, I can't help it. It's just like, it's something that I find it so soothing to pull his arm hair. And I know sometimes he's like, Ow. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I think he's kind of getting used to it, but. Oh, that's great. I love it. It makes me happy. Uh-huh. Just I one little it. hair at a time. No, I do clumps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one hair just seems mean, but well. I, I do hold clumps of hair. Okay. <laughs> I don't pull them out. Right. They probably want to leave. Tug a little. Yeah, I just tug a little. Yeah. It's fine. It's give, fine. Give it a little tug. Yeah. Another example I would say is using your nails. So mm. just like, you know, scratching your nails down either in lightly. So like kind of lightly on the back of the neck yeah. and like up in the hairline. That often feels really good. Or, or harshly like you did on me the other day where I, I just now have uh, have healed. Potentially, yes. Yeah. yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> and, and when I was like, ow, that hurt. And your response was, what was it? You'll heal. Uh, I don't remember my response. Oh, no, it was your heel. <laughs> Thanks. I'm so compassionate. <laughs> Help me. We've seen my compassion a few times this weekend. <laughs> we, we have. We have. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I would apologize, but I'm really not sorry. Saws, <laughs> <laughs> not saws. Uh, we can also, if we're talking touch, get into a little bit of impact play. So spanking. Oh, okay. I can accept yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spanking, flogging, paddling. Caning, we could work all the way up. Yeah. I mean, and like, even like it's just a good hand spank. Oh, oh you're a, having sex. That's, yeah. That counts. A good hand spank can, like, that is the number one tool that you take everywhere with you is your hand. And you can always spank someone with it. That's true. So, yeah. It's always with you. Sometimes mine's in my pockets. <laughs> yes, but still, still with you. <laughs> a pinching of nipples. Okay. Yep. That's, that's a good one. Yep. Uh, you mentioned the Wartenberg wheel. So let's describe that for people who may not know what that is. Okay. Imagine a pizza cutter, but it's not sharp like a pizza cutter. It's wide and dull. However, the wheel itself has spiky little teeth on it. Yes. And it's really kind of awesome. So named after James Wartenberg, uh, in 1928, who invented it for, um, for, Ooh, for piercing leather so that you could sew, uh, so that you can sew patches of leather together. Yeah. Are, are you standing by that? James Wartenberg. Yeah. Okay. Actually, Heinrich, Heinrich Wartenberg. Wartenberg. It's, it sounds German. <laughs> but it was definitely made for leather goods. That's okay. what I'm going to say. What was it? Are, are you absolutely certain nope. of that? I just made that shit up. Okay. What we got? So it was actually originally designed by Dr. Robert Wartenberg to test nerve reaction sensitivity as it rolls systematically across the skin. Oh, that's. that's so, I mean, that's. What, what year? Does you have a year? Do you have a year? Uh, does you have a year? Does me have does, a year? Does he have, <laughs> hello, public schooling in Kentucky. <laughs> oh, actually, hold on. Oh, did Robert Wartenberg steal it from somebody else? Maybe, because it says Robert. So um, this is Wikipedia. So oh, whatever. I love it. Yeah, we're believing it. Because I was somewhere else first, but now I'm back 
um, to, to Wikipedia. It says that Robert Wartenberg, namesake of the Wartenberg wheel, is sometimes incorrectly credited as its inventor. <gasps> According to Wartenberg himself, the device was in widespread use in Europe when he lived in Germany. So he did not invent it, but he found it, quote, an indispensable part of the outfit for everyday neurologic practice and recommended its use to its, his colleagues in the U.S. Oh. So he didn't invent it, but he's the one who made it like widespread use for this thing, right? Okay. And I do not have a year, and I should. When was he alive? That's what I'm going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> 1887 to 1956. Okay, there you go. So in the early 1900s, early 1900s, let's say. All right. So look, yeah. I'm not saying I was wrong. I'm just saying that I was probably incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But you said it with gusto. Yeah. Just like if you're at a trivia bar thing, like just remember Robbie, Robbie Wartenberg, <laughs> Robbo. So, and the fun thing is with the Wartenberg wheels, because it's something that I love to use, particularly on the gentleman, because he <laughs> loves it and hates it. And it's just such a good thing to, on him. But it comes as a single wheel. Yep. We also have a triple wheel that has like three of them. I've seen up to five. Uh, so you can get multiple. And then there's one that we have as well. That's two wheels, but they're split like Y. So they're out a bit further, which is really great for going like kind of on the outside of the breast. Yeah. Um, so there's different configurations of the Wartenberg wheels that you can get. You can also hook them up to the uh, neon wand, violet wand, and electrify them, which is also really awesome. Sounds great. (laughs) So there's a lot of different ways that can be used. And I love it. It's a great tool. It's fun. You can do it lightly. You can do it a little firmer, you know, depending on the sensation that you want to evoke. And if you've got one or anything that's metal, remember that you can dip that thing in ice water and let it sit there for a little while. You can throw it in your freezer or you can put it in boiling water and then use it on the partner. But make sure that if it's in boiling water, it's cooled down to a temperature that will not scald, burn, or harm your partner. Yes. Which brings us to the next one as well. Oh, good. Something that's going to sting, harm, or burn your partner? What is that? Wax play. Oh, I like, I do like wax play. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah. And there are certain candles that you should use. So there's massage oil candles that are great because Mm -hmm. they get warm, but they're not like burny hot. Uh, so that is something to keep in mind if you're looking at using candles and wax play is to make sure that you're using the proper type of candle and that it's not going to scald your partner. Also, the higher you hold it before you tip the wax over, there's more time for that to cool down before it hits your partner as yeah. well. And and some of the fun with wax play as well is not just like the massage candles, you can pour the wax on and then use it to massage your partner, which is a lot of fun. There's also wax that you can pour on and then it kind of hardens and you can make like pretty patterns and things. Then you can scrape it off and that scraping off can be another part of the play as well. Yeah. So you can really bring a lot of different elements in in with, with wax play. Wax play is fun. I like wax play. Yeah. Uh, and as you've mentioned, you can do temperature play. So anything metal, there's uh, like the Enjoy Pure Wand, the Pure Plug, anything that's that's a metal sex toy like that glass, you can also do temperature play with. Uh, so those are those are good for that. Uh, you've mentioned feathers. Feathers are great. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of different things you can do with touch, but and it doesn't have to be something special and something kinky or like specifically BDSM focused. Like the neon wand, if we're talking electric play, you know, you can, you've got the, the neon wand, you've got the e-stem, you've got violet wand, things like that. That definitely brings a lot of different sensation into touch. And it doesn't have to be anything that specific. Just look around your house. And like you said before, like, you know, silk scarves, if you've got ties, like, you know, just anything, just look around and forks in the kitchen. Like, what do you have and what sensation can you 
bring to your partner yeah. with that? What can and, you create? Yeah. And how can you use it maybe in a different way than you necessarily would normally use it? Well, even like that whole fantasy of like having sex, making love in front of a fire on a bearskin rug. So there are plenty of duvet covers, uh, bedspreads and blankets that are faux fur that you can throw down. And that is something that can add to that whole sensuality and sense, uh, sense play. I think that what this all comes down to is that sort of sensuality of, of the lovemaking. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so if we move away from touch and we move to sound. Okay. Examples for sound. Do you have anything? Um, I can see like using noise canceling headphones to take away the sound. Uh-huh. Uh, I can also see really like sexy things where you're playing lovely music or maybe ocean or rainforest sounds or rainfall. I think that would be nice. Uh, or just playing. Um, there are websites and like audible.com even has uh, erotica that has been read. So having sexy stories read to you or listening to porn without seeing it. Um, See, I think that sounds fun Yeah, to, to blindfold someone, which again is a bit of sensory deprivation, but to blindfold them and then have them, or like you said, just play it, whether it be on your phone or some other device where you can't see what's happening, but yeah. to play porn and hear it, but not be able to see it. Because and I think maybe that excites me because sound is a big thing for me hmm. when it comes to porn. Like yeah. seeing it is great, but the sound I think does more than the looks do for me. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I can see that. It's, yeah, yeah it's, uh, I can see, I can see that being fun. I like yeah. listening to porn. I like hearing it, mm. but I, for me, my porn consumption is best read. Okay. Yeah. 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 Another way that you can use sound is with ASMR. So autonomous sensory meridian response. So we have a particular listener out in WA who really loves it when, you know, we might potentially be eating and chewing on the podcast. Every time <laughs> I eat a potato chip on the podcast, I get a nasty message from this particular listener. Mm -hmm. And with all due respect to this human who I'm sure is a lovely human, fuck off. Kidding. <laughs> kidding i'm joking uh but sometimes yeah. i'm hungry <laughs> but asmr is a, a really interesting way to get like to really dive into different sounds or types of sounds okay uh, yeah and and some people love it some people hate it i feel like it's one of those things that is polarizing i haven't decided whether i love it or hate it or not okay. i need to figure that out Okay. I need to get my shit together. Yeah. Yeah. Get it together. Figure it out, Bradford. Right. Right. <laughs> what are you doing with your life? I, just, what I, I know. Right. Oh, what am I doing with my life? Um, I love it. Yeah. And I think sound, I would say the the one thing for sound particularly is, is the deprivation. So like you said, noise canceling headphones, you know, to put them on someone and especially if they can see what's happening, but not hear. And, and I'm just going to go a step further and say if they're, and this is not on the vanilla end, but if there's group play and you can again see what's happening but not hear it and not hear the sounds and or hell hear what's happening and not see yeah maybe that's it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. put you in the corner nobody sits baby in the corner i do <laughs> get in the corner baby and then everybody has sex while you're just listening mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that sounds good yeah i mean it sounds horrifically mean but <laughs> for me i'd be just like all right fine i'd just curl up and go to sleep it's it's a way to do it <laughs> yeah it is i love it yep 
Are you one of those people that likes to see and hear, touch and taste and smell maybe? I don't know. Your sex toys? If you are, well, have I got a deal for you. Go to adamandeve.com where you can find all the sexy sex toys. I wouldn't eat them all. I wouldn't like lick them all. But you know what? Maybe before you put it in any other orifice, you might should. You can definitely look at it. Yeah, you can. Touch it. Mm, Feel it rubbing across your sexy, sexy body. And then, you know, taste it. Smell it. I mean, I think you're like, probably should smell some of them before they go in and not after. Yeah, hey, I'm not going to yuck your yum. But yeah, listen to that vibe. Yeah, that's what it's going to sound like. And you know what? Your new sex toy is going to come to you at 50% off with free shipping. Also, you're going to get some extra, extra things thrown in the box with your new, new toy. And you're going to get six videos on demand that you can watch while you play. I mean, unless you're blindfolded with your new toy. How do you do that? Well, you go to adamandeve.com and you use checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. You've heard it before, unless this is the first time you listen to our podcast, in which case, hi, how are you doing? But adamandeve.com, checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. And you'll get all that stuff and more. What's the more? You're going to get love from us. We love you. You looking for a new game? A new board game, a card game, something to play with your sexy, crazy friends or with your normal crazy friends or even, yeah, I'm going to say it, your vanilla friends. We have a new partnership with the brilliant, and I'm going to say it, they're brilliant humans behind Curious Humans. And these humans are brilliant humans, but they're also curious humans. If you go to CuriousHumansGame.com, you can see they have multiple, multiple versions of their game. Things like the base game, which is amazing. There's deviant humans. There's morbid humans. There's more. You're going to get 10% off your purchase. They do ship worldwide. How do you get 10% off your purchase? You use checkout code by the by. B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. And go, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. So if you're not sold on it yet, that's fine. Just stick around. We are going to play the game with some of our friends in the near, not too distant future. We're also going to play with the creator himself very soon, like within the next six weeks. It's going to be amazing. CuriousHumansGame.com. Check out code, by the by, 10% off. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Next sense. Sense, next sense. I'm going to say it's taste. Okay. All right. Is it? I was going to go sight, but let's go. Uh, sight's all good. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, let's go sight. Let's see all what right, you think. All right. What, what about sight? What do you, uh, you think you got? Like sight is like, oh my God, look at those pecs. Look at those boobs. Look at, look at that junk. Like, look at all the shit. So you're saying sensory overload. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. Uh, or I think sight is one of the ones that's easier to take away and, and have a bigger benefit. But realistically, like, I like seeing things. Mm-hmm. Watching, just watching play happen. It's like going to OSS and just watching it all happen. Yeah. So that's a good one if you're very much a voyeur because just sitting in back and just kind of watching and taking it all in. Like you said, that's a good one for deprivation. So blindfolds take that sensation away. And then you can just feel someone's breath on your neck. You can kind of feel as they pull their fingers down, potentially using those nails to scratch it. I think that that's one where when you take the sight away, it really heightens the other senses. Yeah, agreed. Um, so I think that's a good one. The other way that you can engage sight in sensory play is by using mirrors. Oh, that's smart because then you can see yourself. Mm-hmm. Mirrors are great for seeing <laughs> yourself seeing your partner from all different angles so it's yeah mirrors are a really good way and it can be a big mirror like if you have a full-length mirror um, some apartments that we've lived in have closet doors that are mirrors which can be good as well also just a handheld mirror or something you know whatever you've got just place them oh i thought you're like (laughs) (laughs) no you're not going to lift in front of your face and stare at yourself i was i was imagining like fucking you doggy style and like holding the mirror around so that we can like that would be awkward no that would be awkward maybe you can invite somebody to hold the mirror for you (laughs) can you hold this Uh uh don't use a handheld Um, i mean sure you can fine and you mentioned it earlier but playing porn and just having porn going in the background during play yeah or watching porn together and then, you know, engaging other senses and things as well. Um, Another fun thing to do, and this is also, I guess, a little bit touch. It's a lot touch. But in the end, I think it leads to uh, using your site is the love is art that we did. Oh, yeah. Where we put down the canvas, you have body safe paint that you put down and you can play, you can have sex, you can do whatever with it. And just roll around on this canvas in the paint and then and you're making the art with your bodies. Mm. And so having that, we've got two of them. One we did ourselves and then one we did with Mr. and Mrs. H from the Bedhoppers. And like just seeing those and every time you see them, you think about, oh, yeah, yeah. remember when. I will say um, I, I see those and I always think of the, the Bedhoppers or the first time that you and I did it back in the States. Yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. So that's a, I think that's an ongoing way, something that just kind of keeps keeps coming up yeah yeah oh yeah now i miss the bed hoppers i know wait I know. wait wait now i miss the bed hoppers Hoo-hoo. yeah uh-huh who do i miss i miss the bed hoppers Hoo-hoo. yeah that's correct yeah yeah what about what about the other one? Oh, pussy pussy i don't like it i don't like it pussy <laughs> oh, Aww. she's such a lovely human. They're both lovely yeah. humans. Yeah, we love them. Anyway. Anyway, back to us. Uh-huh. Sensory play. <laughs> right, right. Back to sensory play. So you want to move to taste? Yeah, you, yeah. You, you like taste? Like nine and a half weeks where we have sex in front of a, uh, a refrigerator full of food. Mm-hmm. That works. That's good. You can do that. Uh, strawberries are good. Mm-hmm. I would be careful of inserting anything due to urinary tract infections because... I'm clearly an old fucker. <laughs> Safety first. 
That no, I I don't think that's an old thing. I think that's just a a you know people romanticize. I think that's it yeah, but I think that's just a you know having some respect for your partners and nobody wants any kind of an infection, and you also don't want your partner to be out of action for a while, right? It's true. So yeah, it's called, I mean if it's you're keen on it, Bradford. If you're keen on it, I can take like some some like blueberry yogurt and freeze it into like mm-hmm. yogurt pops and insert it anally, and you can eat it as it melts out of me. Yeah, it's true. You could it could happen. It's true. Just saying. But I wouldn't use any like jalapeno peppers. That's not not good. No. I think that this is an easier one to bring into the into the play situation to foreplay to the bedroom and and still be who hasn't used whipped cream. Well I was gonna say and be a bit more vanilla, yeah. Because you've got whipped cream, you've got chocolate sauce, you've got strawberries, like all kinds of things that, that are really easy to use. You can find Foods that are aphrodisiacs that will increase to heighten your senses in the bedroom. Hell, I mean, for me, even just somebody making a really nice meal, <laughs> like that works Wait. wonders. Angela likes <laughs> surface. <laughs> so I will say as a warning, if you've never done it and you're planning on doing it, the use of whipped cream in the bedroom is an amazing thing. On paper, <laughs> that cream goes sour fast, and yeah. if you're not planning on showering immediately after, you're gonna smell like a cow that has died and has been in the sun for much too long. Yeah, uh, that that cream sours quickly, so just be cautious of that and cocktails. And don't care. You say like I ate it all, I licked it all off. You didn't. Uh, <laughs> it still goes bad, and you wake up the next morning and you're like, oh god, oh god. Somebody gun dung god killed Bessie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just make sure you shower after. Just make sure you shower afterwards. <sighs> and if it falls on the sheets, your sheets are also going to smell like that, which is why you should put down a towel or something because you don't want that to leak through to your mattress and then your mattress being smelling like sour milk for the rest of your life. Or you use one of the waterproof mattress protectors. That's even smarter. Yeah. But if you don't, if you can't afford one of those, just get a fucking paint and tarp. Yeah. See that paint and tarps is sexy. <laughs> You can put it under your sheets. I don't know. Um, but I would say that with any kind of food, though, because yes. most foods are going to have sugars and things in them, and you're going to want to wash gonna have a shelf. It's going to be sticky, and yeah. you're going to want to wash that off afterwards anyway. Yes. Um, but it can also be not just putting food on yourself or putting food on your partner, but feeding your partner as well. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so you can also feed them foods and, and use that act in, in the foreplay and, and in the play itself. Uh, it can also be a fun game to try and guess what I'm feeding you. Oh, and- gosh. So blindfolding and then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, also- what am I feeding you? Wait. <laughs> I'm allergic to mango. Is this mango? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Why? <laughs> Don't do that. But I also think using flavored lube, like that's a really okay, yeah. good way to get to get taste involved as well. Um, and there's some really great flavored lubes out nowadays. There are. J.O. Yeah. Yeah, J.O. has some really amazing ones. And I know like Honey Burdette has some, yes. but we've, like J.O. has just a, a huge range. It's of, a of ridiculous uh, range. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're good. Um, yeah. So that, that's a, another way to get some, to use taste and get some flavors and some different sensations. And uh, and I guess while we're on the topic of lube, it's not, ex- not really flavors, but it's, it is does work into sensation play. Is there are heating and cooling loops? Oh yes. That when you put them on, they feel either cooler or warmer, uh, temperature wise. So that's another way to bring temperature play in as well. Is to use a, a heating or cooling lube. 
Um, so we're going to jump back a bit to temperature there. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we got but about still, the loop thing. It's still, it's still good. It's good to add. Yeah. Yeah. But that, so there's, there's a lot out there that you can do with different types of loop yeah. and things that are fun. Yeah. I think food play is great. I, I just be cautious of where you stick food, uh, where you have the food play. We did the splashing party for my 40th birthday party, which was absolutely amazing, which we expected to be a little sexy nine and a half weeks and became a <laughs> na- partially naked adult food fight, uh, which don't get me wrong, was amazing. But I can tell you things that are fun to play with are things like cooked spaghetti, that's mm-hmm. a very interesting feeling to have draping on your body. Especially if it's room temperature and it's cool. That's like, then yeah. I don't really like it, but, oh, it's interesting. but warm, it wasn't bad. Uh, you know, pies in the face, which, yeah, but it's also sexy. It can be sexy. It wasn't at the time because <laughs> we were all kind of just a bunch of fucking goofy children. Uh, but yeah, I think that is. You, also, it was, we had Jello. Jello is an amazing thing yeah. to mush in t- between two people. Yeah. Or even and like between you, toes. And, yeah. 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 And if you wanted to have an alternative that was maybe safe for insertion, if a little bit got in you, then sugar-free Jello mm-hmm. is a great thing because you're not looking to eat it. You're just looking to mush it yeah. between two people. Uh, I think something like tapioca pudding would be fun. Rice puddings. Those are things that are going to be, and you're not looking at flavor. Remember that you're looking at feel. So you don't have to add all the sugars and spices. You're just trying to mm-hmm. make the stuff yeah. feel good. Yeah. And I don't know what all went into it, but somebody at the splashing party, they brought like a chia seed something. I don't know what it slime, exactly was. Slurry. Slime? Slime? I don't know. Yeah. It was a slurry that ended up being a slime. It's fine. It actually, it felt really cool though. Like I yeah. liked that. And like that. Felt good to like rub your bodies against each other with it. It did. So. It did. It was exfoliating. And also it was really interesting <laughs> to find pieces of chia seed in your ears, like, you know, a week later. Your hair. got it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, chia seeds, we, we said that chia seeds were the glitter of the sloshing party and yeah. I still stand by that. That is accurate. Yeah. Uh, there is a podcast about it. So yes, yes. Check out <laughs> our, uh, our old uh, catalog. Yeah, from probably about four, four and a half years ago. Well, I'm turning 45 this yeah, year. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> look five years ago, folks. Take right now. Four and a half. Four and a half years ago. There you go. Yep. yep. Start there. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot that you can do with that. And and it is just, again, to, to look around and think about how to use things in different ways. Uh, I know a lot of people will use um, like pop rocks or cinnamon and things. They'll put them in their mouth and then go down on someone so you can. Oh, yeah. Get, Altoids. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So you get a little bit of that sensation there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I'm all right with this. Okay. Look, I like, I like that kind of play. That's my kind of sensory play. Yeah. Cause I'm always hungry. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, you could put like baking powder mm-hmm. on, on your nipples, dip your nipples in baking powder and then air spritz them with vinegar. So you have like a little volcano on your tits. Right. Okay. Awesome. Because <laughs> you'd feel it like, pssst, like I feel like we should do this with a gentleman. Oh, we should. <laughs> we will. There you go. Future us. We'll make a volcano in his belly button. Oh, my God. That'd be funny. A packet full of, yeah. of baking soda yeah. and then pour vinegar in his belly button. Okay. We're going to do this. Okay. We'll do lemon juice because it'll taste better. We'll do limoncello because. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you make a cocktail. <laughs> a, a gentleman belly button cocktail. <laughs> I'm going to say that sounds delicious, <laughs> but it is something. There you go. 
Uh, so the last major sense that we have what is are the minor senses. Well, I mean, of the five, I was going with the five. Uh-huh. So not going with like the proprioception and the balance. Oh, fair enough. Okay, like, okay, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. And your extrasensory psychic ESP. things. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but we've got smell. Yes. So smells an interesting one because it's one that I think we very often forget about. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I love the smell of pussy. Mm. I was going to say, it's very important. If though. you plugged my nose, I think I would be less aroused. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, smelling that your partner is aroused and smelling them yeah. then feeds your arousal. So I think it, it goes hand in hand in those pheromones. And we all know people that we play with. And it, particularly if you have multiple partners, if not, well, then it's probably your primary partner <laughs> that you play with and they just smell amazing. And you're like, oh, my God, this human, I love the way that they smell. Yeah. Conversely, we have had partners uh, that for me in particular, smell is really important. And I've had partners that absolutely get turned off by and yeah. we start playing and something about their pheromones, their sweat, something. And I'm just like, nope, I can't do this. Yeah. And I get turned off immediately, and it's hard for me to to go through with the play session because I feel like like I, I just this person now has completely turned me off. Um, so I think smells really really yeah, important. It is. I think so too. Uh, I have a thing like I smell people, and I love I love smell. I think that's your fox side though, and I think it is that sort of that am am aminalistic. Let's <laughs> say aminalistic. I'm pretty uh-huh. sure that's right. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Yeah. Uh, side where. I have a very vivid memory of recently smelling, uh, I think it was Spanky actually, at in the club and just smelling her and knowing like, oh, wow, you, she smells like prey. She mm. smells like something that needs to be controlled or taken over. And there are people who don't smell like that. I also that. don't think she's uh, going to fight you very much on that. I don't think she is. Uh, but there are people who don't smell like that. There are people who I smell them and I'm like, okay, cool. You smell, mm. you smell like a nice person, right? You just smell nice. Mm. Uh, but there are people out there that I smell and I'm like immediately there. I, there's something that switches inside of me and I love that. Uh, it's weird, but yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I don't get that often. Yeah. I can, I can usually tell when it happens cause there, there's something that switches in your face and it's I, like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I can feel the yeah. hairs on the back of my neck rise up when I smell certain smells on people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another way to use smell is things like candles. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Or, or infusers. Yep. Oils. Yep. Candles, oils, all of those types of things. You can control what the environment smells like, which then can, certain types of smells may evoke different emotions and mm. different feelings in us. And so that, that's a good way to kind of guide the play or, or where you want things to go and how you want it to smell. Um, aromatherapy can really do some amazing things and, and kind of get the play going or to make it more sensual, a little more relaxed. Mm. It can make it more exciting and heighten it a bit. Um, so you can really use smells in a lot of different ways. Uh, if you're talking with like, you know, herbs and oils, candles, that type of thing. That sounds good. I like yeah. it. I'm in. I know. I'm a smell guy. I like smells. Yeah. Yeah. Smells are great. Smells are great. Um, some other things, depending on where you live and if it's legal or not, cannabis. Oh. I mean, you know, there's, there's a, I mean, I'm going to say alcohol even, but a lot of those things can very much heighten your senses and, and change how you perceive the world potentially. So play with them in a safe manner and blah, 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 all the disclaimers. 
<laughs> but <laughs> which adds on to that MDMA, which is yeah. If you are a touch person, MDMA is definitely something that, uh, in a safe manner, uh, with we're not doctors and well, we are not the police. Uh, that it does very much change the way things feel. Yeah. And you do have to be careful to use it because it can be too much. So it can be overstimulating. Yeah. Um, and so you just really kind of need to be sure if you're doing something like that to, to moderate it and do it in a very safe, I'm going to say a little, perhaps a, maybe a, start with a more minimal way yes, absolutely. first. Yeah. But it, it can change how you, you perceive your environment and, and how things feel or how they look, taste, whatever, all of that good stuff. Um, so that's, that's always an option out there yes. and you know, wherever it's legal and safe and blah, 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 all that good stuff. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, some things I would say as well, while we're on the whole disclaimer section, if you're doing any kind of breath play, oh, yeah. we have not really talked about breath play. Yeah. Um, it's not a sense. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. Yeah, it yeah. is though. But if you're doing anything like that, it's better like how you like to do it, Bradford is to put your hand on someone's throat and let them push against it. Yeah. So you're giving them the control as opposed to you controlling it. So that allows them to control their breath and, and, you know, choke themselves as much as they want to and to add to that breath play. But it's, it's not going to go too far yeah. because, because they're the one in control. Um, again, if you're doing any kind of rope play or bondage, make sure you do it in a safe manner. Particularly if you're using ropes, there's there's ways to do it, you know, that, that are safe. It can also cut off circulation, so just be aware of that. Um, again, we've mentioned wax, that it can potentially be too hot and it can burn you. So to use that in, in the proper manners and safely. E-stem, all the electrical stuff, obviously that can be very dangerous. Uh, so again, just, just if you're doing any kind of play like this, start out small, start out minimal, build your way up. Take classes, do research, make sure that you're doing all of this in a very, very safe manner because you want to have fun. You want your partners to have fun. You want them to come back and play with you again, and you don't want to do any actual harm. The, the intent of this is to to add to the play and to make it more fun. So you just want to make sure that, that everybody is is safe and considered in that respect. I love that we put the disclaimers at the end. That's, right. That's fine. Uh, also, like <laughs> realistically, you don't want to break your play toys. No, no. You want your you want to be able future. to play with them again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of different ways that that you can use your senses and that you can play with your partner's senses and to really just be creative about it. You know, if you're new to this type of thing, then start out slow. Talk about it. Be sure to communicate with your partner and and to. Build that trust. And I think that's super, super important if, if you're doing any kind of sensation play with someone is to have that trust with them and and then to be able to feed off of that. And yeah. then that allows you, you know, once you have the trust and get to a certain level, you can push it just a little bit and, and you know, till and just that kind of adds to the play as well. But be creative and think about different ways that you can just use things in your normal environment. And, and you'll find yourself just going about daily life and thinking, oh, I know how I can use that. Here's <laughs> something I can do. And it, it kind of gets to be a little bit of a game and it gets to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I 100% agree. Like it, there's uh, everything from, like we said, the forks to the feathers to putting Band-Aids on people and ripping them off. Like mm -hmm. there's many things that you can use around that you have in your own apartment or house that can be a uh, sensual play yeah, or at least add to it. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Are you one of those that like sensual play? If you are, we'd like to know about it. So message us. You can email us 
theadamsoflove at gmail.com. If you've got something clever that you do, like like adding senses or taking them away, maybe you only have sex while smoking a brisket. If you're doing that, I'm in. I'm in. Like, you son of a bitch. We're here. We're there. It's going to be great. Let us know. You can hit us up on any of our socials. We are at By The By Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Like we said at the beginning of the show, you can join us on our Discord chat and talk to us directly. All you have to do is support us at any level on www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. You can also reach out to us at our website, www.bythebuy.com.au, and then go to the contact page and you can uh, message us there. Anything else, Angela, that you'd like to say before we wrap this podcast up? Have a good week. Have a good weekend. And we'll, we'll see, you see you next week. week. Woohoo! Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.